Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where, well, I'm the only host left. Everybody left. Blue left. Cyber left. D left. They all left me. Shadow left. It's all me all alone. Oh, hey, Daymok's here. How you doing, Daymok? Um, yes. 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 Yes is a good way to be. I feel yeah, yes. For the most part. I definitely feel yes. Man, it's been a while. How you been, man? Oh, dude, I'm alive. <laughs> That's about it. I'm still breathing, still looking down at the flowers. It has been uh, a little too long. It's just been a a rough lead up to the holidays. Dude, I hear you. We've been uh, we've been talking offline and you have got a shitty shitty thing going on and I completely understand. And I hope that uh, everything goes like as awesomely smooth as it possibly can for you in the near future. Oh, dude, it's already—it's a total fuck fest already. It, it's bad. I—I I don't pray because I am not religious, but I—I'm uh, spiritual, not religious in my own fucking way. I'm wearing a you know a hell Satan T-shirt, but uh, please let him just fucking let go and pass already. <laughs> So we can just get this shit over. Dude, I was telling you about my grandfather. Um, So he, like, when he went in, he had, like, he, okay, the guy was a smoker from, like, age 11 till the day he went in for heart surgery. He was a diabetic, um, had all these, like, all these big red flags of, hey, there's something really bad if you try to, like, carve him open and do anything. But they still did, and he stroked out on the table, and of course, stroked out on the table, like, was never the same ever since, um, and it just, you know, he hung, he held on for a couple of years afterwards, but, like, quality of life just was not there. Just, it sucked. Um, so he, <clears throat> you know, inevitably, it just got to the point where he was just so sick, it, you know, he just went to sleep and never really woke up. And we, uh, you know, we asked for specifically for just comfort care and com comfort care, as you know, is you don't feed them, you don't give them any food, you don't give them any water, you give them meds and you just let them pass. Um, and ironically, in an unconscious state, a person can last a really long fucking time without food and water. <laughs> Um, as you're yeah, obviously learning. I've learned that with my dad. My dad lasted nine months without a feeding tube and no comfort care. Really, just they just pulled the fucking tube and said, "Okay." Yeah, I really hope my uncle does not last that long. Yeah, it's it's and it's heart wrenching. I mean, thankful and and the worst part was is that we requested comfort care and uh, and they came in and started giving him feeding tubes and stuff. We're like, we're like, what are you doing? Like, well, he's still on. He's still on this. We're like, no, 
no, he's on comfort care. It's like, well, and she's, and it was, dude, it was super awkward because the nurse was like, well, no, these are my orders. I got to do this. And, and like, literally we're, we're like all crying in the room and we're going, my mom who she's from the Bronx and you know, it's her father and she's a nurse literally just, she looked at that nurse and she said, I don't care who you have to go talk to. I don't care what you have to do, but get your head out of your ass. Like we're telling you what's going on and you're ignoring us. So you can either a get out of this room or B get out of this room. And it was funny because my mom being this, I mean, she's a taller person for a woman. I think she was like five ten. Um, and she's just looking down at this poor nurse and this poor nurse looked, I mean, absolutely mortified. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's a shitty thing. It's such a shitty thing. It is. The good news though, is that we, as his family are administering the comfort care. Uh, so we know that he's not, I mean, he's at his house, right? He's got the oh, hospice okay. bed at his house and we are doing it across the board. He's been on an 11-day diet of uh, morphine and Ativan, the anti-seizure meds. And, yeah. Um, Good yeah, stuff. Still fucking going, man. And we're giving him, like, I think they're going to have to resupply the morphine at this point. So, Jesus. Uh, we should talk about better things, dude, because I drank this whole bottle of fucking tequila, which you can't see because I put on a holiday background. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. And, uh, let's let's go into what are we drinking? So, what tequila are you drinking there? What are you oh, drinking, man? Eighteen hundred fucking silver, dude. Oh, you're going, just, you're going good just, bottom of the barrel. Yeah, good bottom of the barrel. Like I was like, hey, it's this little bottle. I was like, I'm gonna have a couple shots. One shot turned into three shots. Three shots turned into fuck, dude. How this is fucking size bottle was this? I don't know, like a fifth of tequila. Huh? Is that what it is? Mm. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, it honestly doesn't fucking say. I'm going to say it's like a fifth of tequila. It looks like about the size of a fifth, right? But the, a little bigger than the palm yeah, of your that hand. Look, that looks like a fifth, yeah. I'll, I'll give it yeah. a fifth. Yeah, so I'm going to hurt in the morning. I'll probably squirt out my ass a little bit, but yeah. What are you water. drinking? Yeah, Dude, I'm going to so drink a lot of water for this. I, uh, I... I just started a new job um, for, for those in the discord. They know uh, exactly where I'm working. Uh, it's a fairly large company rhymes with Heda. Now I can say it. I'm working for Meta. Um, I, I, a guy I know it's dude, it's super weird how things work out. Like a guy I know um, he's working for him and he referred me and I guess supposedly referrals are like the super awesome thing. Like you get, I don't know if you get like, not preferential treatment, but you get, you definitely get a, you definitely get no, a. Call it what it is, dude. Call it what it is. It is absolutely preferential treatment. And that's how the job market is in the high end fucking IT world. It's all about who you know, not always what you know. Accurate. Accurate. Um, so I, I, I knew a guy and he was able to, you know, he referred me, which was friggin' awesome. I've known the guy since like 2000 and we've been, We've been friends. I mean, we've been good friends. We've we've talked. We always try to keep in touch. Um, and he he referred me, and it was awesome. I, I didn't think I was going to get the job because you know it's one of those things when there's a big tech company, you're like, what what am I going to offer them? Like, what, what do what do I have to offer Meta? 
And then, uh, and then you get in and you find out that, oh, I actually have like a shit ton to offer. So awesome. Um, so I'm working for them now, which is super cool. And it's just, I've started uh, in the last couple of weeks. I actually started last week, Monday, not this week, Monday. And it's just been a wild ride trying to get caught up to speed and get everything going and finding out that I'm working with literally like the most state of the art technology that the world friggin' has to offer. It's just wild, man. It's just so wild. Dude, that's gotta be fucking awesome though. Like, you know, I, I work my job and you know, I'm I'm far behind because my how do you say it properly? Yeah. The organization that I work for is like fifteen years out of date. <laughs> At all okay. times and behind the curve, and you get to work with the high end shit that we don't even get to read about half the time. So I'm super excited because it hasn't hit any consumer market yet. It's like Dude. working for Amazon. Exactly, man. It's 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 one of the big ones. It's one of the big companies in there. Dude, all the shit you have to sign on, like the stuff that you can talk about and cannot talk about, like. It's really wild, and I, I I always have to worry about treading that line. And like even talking to my wife, like there's so many cool things, and thankfully, like my one friend who actually works there, I can talk to him about it because he works there. So I can bullshit and be like, "Holy crap! About this? What about this? What about this? What about this?" Um, but it's wild because like there's so many things that I can talk about, and there's so many things I can't talk about. Like some of the things I can talk about, they feed me so much fucking food. Like I, I'm, I walk in, they've got breakfast going and I'm not meaning like they've got like a cafeteria breakfast. They have a cafeteria, but it's not like, Hey, here's a cafeteria with blah, 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 blah. No, they've got a fucking omelet station. They've got vegan sausage for those people who are vegan. They've got hash browns. They've got like diced potatoes. They've got, you know, fucking, they got yogurt. If you're a yogurt dude. If you're, uh, if, if that's your thing, they got fruit bowls, like all mixed fruit, all freshly chopped there. Dude, they've got literally people on site. And then lunch is yesterday was Cambodian food. Oh my God. I don't even really want was... to talk to you anymore. This podcast is great. <laughs> you gentlemen can find me in the discord at all times. Oh, fuck, dude. I would love to have a lunch. It's like, hey, um, it's fresh Cambodian food, and they probably have more authentic cooks come in and do it. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Like, I, I, today, okay, so I felt like it was high school because today was pizza day at work. They literally had, like, fresh, hand-tossed pizza that they made there on site. It was just like, dude, it's just, it's blowing my mind. And they've got a whole micro kitchen there. You walk in and they've got all these different snacks from like candy bars to chips to beef jerky to whatever. And they're just like, yeah, just you you're, want a snack, go grab it. Now, uh, growing up, my next door neighbor, uh, his name was John, but his older brother, Ryan, actually became a chef. Um, and he worked for Google as a chef for Google. And he was like, it was one of the greatest experiences because you're always cooking something new and doing something crazy and having a good time with it. But he said the best part about it across the board is you just walk in, you order what you want, and there's no cost, dude. If you yeah. order fucking 16 fucking meals, 
You get 16 meals. Walk away with your 16 meals. Have fun, man. Hopefully you eat it all and you don't waste it. But, you know, feed 16 people if you have to. Dude, that's exactly what it is, man. You, you walk in. It's like whatever you want, you grab. And they're just like, yeah, it's go. They don't charge you a damn thing. And it's just, dude, it's it's such a different place from any place I've ever worked. And I'm trying – like I walked in – and my friend was telling me about like he's telling me all about it, and I'm going, yeah, I'm not going to drink the Kool Aid. I don't give a shit. I'm not. I'm not being that guy. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. But like I've walked in, and like they 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 not only they not only practice what they preach, but they're literally like, yeah, this is how we do this, and this is how we want you to like. We want you to alter your frame of mind of being, you know that beaten down worker to a productive like like they view productivity completely different than i've ever experienced anywhere else they view productivity as in not how much can we get out of you they view it as in how much can you actually do like if you're in your perfect environment if you're in your perfect lab environment and you've got everything going for you, what what can you produce? See? Welcome to the West Coast, man. Yeah, right? I, I mean, that's the shit that, you know, hey, you get a, a, a fucking low-level tech job uh, on the West Coast when I was growing up and everything, and it was like, hey, yeah, everything's pretty fucking nice. Startups were always super crazy, and it's gotten, you know, Facebook wasn't around when I was growing up and everything, but now you look at it and you're like, fuck, man. That stuff would be fantastic. I'm super fucking excited for you, and massively, I'd be a fucking liar if I wasn't massively <laughs> jealous, dude. Like, uh, oh, I, I, I am. I'm I jealous. I appreciate both. Um, I definitely appreciate both, and, I, and I'm not like, it's a goddamn, like, I don't want to say things because I don't want to feel like I'm gloating, but I also want to talk about it because I'm like, I I just I feel like I've, I've hit the lotto or something, man. Like, okay, dude, you have, you fucking have, <laughs> like, legitimately. I, you know, we don't discuss it openly because it's, it like what you were just saying. It seems kind of like, oh, I'm I'm gloating about this. I'm being, but fuck, dude. Me and Selkie have talked about it. Like, damn. Given that opportunity, we ditch what the fuck we're doing. It's not like we're making piss ass money or anything. So it's like, yeah, right? we ditch it to go there just to have. I would take the pay cut to go there and pay the fucking god to four dollars a gallon of gas for premium. I would do it <laughs> to travel down there, um, and you know, at that point, I'd probably just buy a Prius or something. Dude, dude. <laughs> so here, here's the best part: they actually have a traveling stipend, and they also have a data center in Ashland. Yeah, now uh, my skills of being a cybersecurity engineer for a closed system doesn't translate to meta very well, but it translates to the government perfect. Au contraire, mon ami. Yeah, they don't go off of the systems that I know, unfortunately, because they don't so, go through the DoD. Dude, okay, so here's here's the thing. Everything that I've done, like everything I've done, everything I'm going to do is not anything I've ever done before, if that makes sense. Yes, and it does. But you have 
a well-rounded background with great experience and you're a Linux administrator and that is phenomenal. I know proprietary DOD fucking components and um, I'm kind of like, well, I knew this from my military times and it translated into a job that, I mean, I, you know, it pays decently, but the perks of what you have is like, damn, dude, I would take the pay hit to have the perks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I actually, I didn't take a pay hit. I actually, I actually got a pay increase. Oh, no, no dude. I, I absolutely know. It's going to be it, on top of it. You're probably making a stupid amount of money to go with it. I'm saying I would personally take a pay hit to go and work there. Let's talk after the podcast about some things quick, because I don't I don't think it's as bad as you think. But anywho, all right. it's all good. Any, anywho. Um, yeah, so we actually got a a super like surprise uh, just not too long ago, uh, literally like right before we started this podcast. Our favorite Swede jumped in and hung out for a bit. Popsicle thief decided that he like I just jumped in and I was just hanging out in the in the chat just because I was just just hanging out in the chat and not doing nothing else. Um, <coughs> and he jumped in and was bullshit. I haven't we haven't talked to that man in forever. Ah. Uh, you know, Two he's going through, or three years at this point, right? Dude, he's he's going through it. He's going through a thing, and like we feel for him. And everybody who's who's listening to this show, you know, Popsicle Thief, man, you know he's our favorite Swede. Just just keep keep good thoughts for him, you know, his way because he's going through some shit right now. And I am a hundred percent sure he would just love those good thoughts and good vibes coming his way. Just you, you know, when you just you, you got. And dude, everybody's been there. I've been there. I know I've been there. Shit is just down. And you're just like, man, this sucks. And you start questioning, you know, like the lies. Well, just just having knowing that somebody's out there saying, Yeah, man, you got this. We're with you. We're you know, we you got this. Make it happen, man. Just that I think is gonna make him feel good. So just keep him in your thoughts, keep him, keep him going. But yeah, man. It was super awesome to talk to him again. Um, it's been gonna... too fucking long, dude. Like, seriously, way too long. He, God, he was on the show shit before I was having a good time and just bullshitting. So, you know, Popsicle, this this shot right here is for you. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know that you drank that. You drank a bottle of sparkling wine and then four beers. I know you need to drink some water before you pass out. Yeah. Uh, I only did I say what I was drinking. I think I started to, and then I got like off on a tangent. Um, so what yeah, I'm drinking I don't, tonight? We don't listen to what you drink anymore. It's gonna be fucking Mountain Dew with fucking Doritos, and I'm just gonna am, call you Shadow, and I'm gonna call it a night. So <laughs> no, I'm actually. What are you drinking? So, so after after dude after this week, like I just I said, you know what? Fuck it. I am going to have a great drink tonight. I am drinking a mixture of Captain Morgan. Or no, sorry. Fuck it. Hey, why did I say Captain Morgan? Oh, my God, dude. You got wrapped up with Popsicle. Popsicle I did. I did. I got totally wrapped up with Popsicle Popsicle Thief. I am drinking Kraken uh, uh, Dark Lightning uh, or Dark Roast Lightning or whatever the hell it is. It's their coffee one. Uh, A mixture of that and Afro uh, rum. Afro head rum. And... uh, with Coke and it's got a great flavor. The, the, the Kraken has that coffee flavor to it. So it gives it a good coffee hit. 
At the same time, though, the rum is giving it a nice, nice, like rounded out hardcore hit to it as well. Uh, it's giving it a you know a good a good bite, making it uh, making it feel real. Uh, and then the coke, you know, just smooths it out because I've got GERD and it's been acting up lately, so I can't drink anything straight anymore. It just makes really? everything worse. The yeah. coke makes everything worse for me. Like anything that I drink carbonated, aside from I've been drinking a lot of liquid death, and that's I still burp when I drink it, but I don't burp as bad. But if I drink a soda, fuck that dude. I'm gonna burp all goddamn day nonstop. Oof. Yeah, that's that's rough. Thankfully, I'm not that bad. Um it just <clears throat> I will uh like if I drink alcohol straight, it just it aggravates the esophageal tube, and then I start like it, it just it's not me burping. It's just I'll breathe bile, and it just fucking blows. So oh yeah, that's me right now, dude. I feel it from like right here all the way down to the fucking stomach area, and it's gonna burn all night. And I know when I lay down because I'm gonna be an idiot and I'm gonna fucking lay flat instead of laying angled up, and I'm gonna burp in the middle of the night and be like, oh. Fuck, where are the Tums? Yep, I've been there, man. And that sucks so bad. What the hell? Xbox just sent me a message? Why the hell is Xbox sending me a message? Why is there an overlay on, oh, my, on my computer for Xbox? Told you to take your pants off and fucking do it. And I guarantee you're drinking with your pants on. And I'm pretty disappointed in you because you were also playing Destiny with your pants on, meaning you were not playing Destiny to your fucking fullest. Okay, okay, hold on. Now, first off, first and fucking foremost, I only have to take my pants off when I'm raiding in Destiny. Otherwise, I can leave my pants on. I've been approved for this. I don't know, man. I don't know. Moonfat really needed you to help him with that big quest, and that was... Almost as long as a raid, apparently. So I, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be pantsless. Which which quest My was bad. that? I don't know. Whatever you guys are talking about, Discord. I bought that stupid game, and it's not a stupid game. It, it is a good game. I just I got that game, and I got the expansions all for free because I won a PayPal payout for fifty dollars. And you haven't. Played and I didn't realize that, and I haven't touched it, dude. I I, I got it for free. <laughs> well, come on, man, play it sometime. It's fun. yeah, but the light level. Just, there's a lot of grind to it. Yeah, but you can okay. So and I proved this with Moonfat when he when he screwed up his uh during the Halloween event, during the Festival of the Lost, they give you these masks that you put over your face or put on your helmet. <clears throat> and he screwed up hardcore and he put everything he had all cuz you can infuse all of your equipment into your into your different pieces of gear. He put everything he had into his hel- into that helmet. Well, after the Festival of Loss is done, they zero out that helmet so that you can't keep using it. Um, and it zeroed out that helmet, and he didn't have any other helmets that were up to light level because he kept infusing it into that or destroying anything else. So he got so butthurt and, like, didn't play the game for almost, I think, like, two weeks. And finally, I'm like, dude, all you got to do is play. You'll jump right back up. They're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, dude, give me your account. Just give me your account information. I'll log in as you. I'll get you back up there in an hour. He's like, well, all right. So he gave it to me. Within 30 minutes, I had him back up to light level. And then, like, I kept playing because I was like, well, I've already done everything on my account, so there's nothing else I can do on mine. So I just kept playing. And I ended up getting, I, like, jumped him up, like, five or six light levels after that. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm all done. And by the way, I just looped you up to this. So you're you're on a, off to a pretty good start. He's like. Cool. And then after that, he just started playing more and more and more because, well, 
It's just a grind. But it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I like Destiny You said weeks. And that's where I went, eh. Well, nope. so. Can't start, do it. Okay, so starting from 1100, if you just play, if all you do is just play, you can get up to the hard, to the uh, soft cap of like, I think it's 1280 in. Jesus. A day? I mean, if you, if you play, like, but you have to play. Um, and then hard cap, the reason it takes you weeks to get up to hard cap, well, the reason it takes you more like six weeks to get up to hard cap is because you can only do so much pinnacle gear stuff. And once you get up to soft cap, it's powerful gear, which you can only run so many things that have powerful gear. There's only so many events that have powerful gear on it. And you have to run those events to get powerful gear. And then after you get up to like past 1320, the only thing that gives you anything higher of a light level is pinnacle gear or raids. Well, raids are easy because raids will give you like you can just run raids and you'll get like five or six drops that are hopefully more uh, or pot or higher light level. Um, but the cool part is the thing that made it much more accessible and the thing that I really like about what they've done, even though I am very upset about the seasonal approach that they're doing. So, okay. If you haven't been playing Destiny, they've changed over to this seasonal uh, function where they have seasons and you do different things, just like everything else. You have like a battle pass, and as you level up the battle pass, you get different rewards, blah, 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 blah. But you also get this thing called an artifact. And during the season, as you level up, so once you get to your max level, which is like, I don't know, fucking level 20 or something like that, and it's all gear related. Once you get to max level, every level after that will level your artifact. The positive part is that every level that your artifact levels up gives you an extra light level. So for instance, let's say that you level up to, let's say you get your gear level to 1280, okay? But you level your artifact to like level 40. Well, that means your light level is 1320. And 1320 is pretty high, is high enough to do a majority of the higher end stuff. You can't do grandmasters or like master level raids or anything like that. But you can but, okay. run most raids. Okay. What happens though at the end of the season? You just lose all that light level? Well, that's where it comes in the painful part. It resets. You get a new artifact and you've got to re... Basically, all you got to do is play again and you'll level your artifact up again. But you have to re-level your artifact and go through the entire other season again. The positive now, is, is that each season is a different story. So you get more content out of a story now, and it kind of gives you incentive to do stuff in it. Okay, but how long, let's say if I were to be a casual, and I do mean casual player, and get like two hours a day but only four days a week roughly to get that artifact light level up to 40 to be up to par to play. Is you that going to be a several month? Thing? You won't get, you won't get up to level 40 before the end of the, before the end of the season. So then that's a worthless investment. <clears throat> but as you, as you increase, so, so the, I say it's, it's all, it's all relative anyways, but as you increase your light level, as you increase your artifact light level, it will also allow you to do higher level things artificially. So you'll be able to do towards the end of the season, you'll be you'll start to be able to do the higher level gear drop stuff. Even though you're not your right. gear level doesn't get you up there, but you'll get to the higher level gear level stuff so that you can get higher level gear drops. And the higher your gear level runs up, the higher your 
overall light level is. So if you can manage to get to 1330 before the end of the season, that's your max. That's like the max of your equipment right now. If you can manage to get to 1330 by the end of the season, that means you start next season with the highest gear level that you possibly could have from last season. And that pretty much gives you access to all the higher end stuff there. Okay, so you need to be a fucking hardcore jackass for one season at least to get yes. that artifact up there. And like, so you got to pick your month. Like, okay, check it out. It's December. I don't really have to go into work so much. So I'm going to do this month between, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I can knock out the, like as much as I can, get my shit up, and then get all the best gear I fucking can right before Christmas. Deuce out for Christmas, you know, and then after Christmas season changes and you automatically roll into a better thing, but you do still have to have that initial, I need fucking time to grind this out at least once. Yes. You do need time to grind out at least once. Um, I've actually made it to the point now where I am, I'm at the highest light level you can get for gear. And I've gotten most of the things that I want anyways, like most of the, most of the higher level loot. I mean, there's some things that I want to get, there's some things I want to run, but I'm not gnawing at the bit to do it. So it's not like, I'm not like, oh my God, I've got to go do this. So I've really just switched over into my old habit of sherping. So people who need stuff, I just now, like I jump on my clan and I'm like, all right, who needs what? Let's run it. You know, all right, let's get a raid together because X, Y, and Z, they don't have Vex Mythoclast. So let's go run Vogue to see if we can get a Mythoclast drop for them. Uh, or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, so I've, I've switched over to that now because there's nothing – I mean, I I would love to have like four or five people who are at max light level and we could just like set up a weekly raid or a weekly whatever and just go play it, practice, and get good at it. And then that way, so, you know, when the new raid does drop, I'm used to running with a whole bunch of people and we could possibly go for for, uh, Worlds first. I don't think we'll ever get it. I don't think I'll even get there where I have that many people who are that interested in continuously playing the game to get to that point. But I figure, well, if I'm not going to get there, at least, you know, all the people who don't have 1,000 voices. Well, I can get as many people as I can together. We'll go do a Riven uh, a riven Cheese, bounce through three times and give them three chances to get uh, a, a 1K. Or, hey, this person, like, Moon doesn't have a Vex Mythoclast. So, like, hey, Moon, what are you doing? Let's go. Let's get a group together and see if we can go do a Vogue and, uh, and get you a drop, get you a chance at Vex Mythoclast or whatever it may be. Or, hey, you haven't run the dungeon? All right. I've run it. Let's go run the dungeon. Come on. I'll walk you through it. I'll get you. We'll, we'll get you those dungeon drops so you can at least go through the dungeon once and feel how it is. Um, actually, right before the show, uh, one of my clan mates was like, well, I got to go do the Xenophage thing. And the last step of the Xenophage, really, you want to have three people there. You can do it with two. It just takes a lot longer, but you want three. But we couldn't find a third. So I said, all right, man, let's just go do it. Come on, you and me. We'll go knock this thing out. And we literally just ran it and knocked it out just before the show. So it's, uh, I don't know. De- Destiny's come a long way from where it was. It's it, There's a lot of actual lore and story to it now. So if you enjoy the story portion of it, there's actually a lot to dig into. And with the new seasonal thing, they're releasing more story with every season. Now, I, I have to say, from I did not play Destiny 1, but I did play Destiny 2 upon launch. 
with you and Zyber and a couple other people. Ko was there. Uh, I think Shadow joined us. Yeah, Shadow was yeah. there for the beginning. Taco. Um, yeah, Taco. Um, I found it to have a lot of lore right off the bat. The lore was very hidden, though. It wasn't in-your-face lore. It was nice background stuff, like... Uh, I think the reboot of Doom did it very well where there's a lot of background stuff, but you don't actually have to know it or read it to understand what's going on. They give you the main storyline. You can follow the main storyline, but if you were really into it, read the read the weapon. God damn it. This is how much tequila I've had. Read the weapon descriptions. Uh, read the little fucking things on the side that are etched into the fucking, like, you'll be just tearing through an area for a fucking quest and, like, on the cargo containers it would have shit etched into it that I was like, what the fuck is that? And you'd just look it up and be like, oh, there's a whole section. It would tell you how to get to it. I'm like, I think it's always had I I can't speak for Destiny 1, but for Destiny 2 it's had a lot of lore in there. You just had to seek it out yourself. So Destiny 1, when it started off, like the game had no story to it whatsoever. In fact, a majority of <laughs> a majority of the game was literally just wash, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat on a whole lot of things. Um, th- there was virtually no story. In fact, it was so funny because when they released, I think it was the Taken King. I want to say it was the Taken King. I'm going to stick with the Taken King. Um, that's when they really started making more story in the game. Uh, and my okay, so my my daughter has been alive the entire time I've been playing Destiny, and I played a lot of Destiny way back when. And she walked in one day because I literally would play Destiny all the time. And she walked in one day, and I forget exactly. I think I was playing the Taken King. I might have been taking. I might have been playing um, Oryx. The fall. Uh, I might have been playing Oryx. I can't remember, but it was going through, and it was giving all this lore. And as you're running through, people were talking, and all this stuff was happening. And she literally she walks into the front room because she heard something, and she looks at the screen, and she goes, "What are you playing?" I went, "I'm playing Destiny." She looks back at the screen and then she turns back to me and she goes, Destiny has a story? I went, yeah, kid, it actually does. Because it for, for the longest time, it had absolutely nothing. But you're absolutely right. Destiny 2 has had a lot of lore um, and a lot of things in it. And they keep adding on to it. They, they, don't, they haven't just like left it by the wayside. They've been adding on and adding on and adding on and making it... Just really making it feel good, uh, making it, um, you know, you know, keeping it, keeping it going like any, any true MMO. Okay. But just, so just now, like any true MMO, it's, there's a grind. Well, there's always going to be a grind. It, it is absolutely an MMO and it was a fun grind when it launched. Uh, I think I fell off during the expansion. The Zyber bought for me and I greatly appreciate it and we were going to play, but I think all of us kind of fell off there for a little bit. Not sure what happened, but yeah, it did for like a month or two, and I just never jumped back in. Uh, I know a bunch of you did. Now, from what I've been reading in the Discord over the last, oh, fuck, year, because you guys have been back into Destiny pretty good for a while now, What about what's your take on the 
the content that people paid for that is no longer available in the game. The, the Destiny Content Vault. So, okay. On the one side, I understand the concept. You have so much content out there that one, it's hard to it's it's hard to maintain because you make a change over here. You know, you make one change to affect future content, and then all of a sudden you didn't backtrack to all the other content, and now it's broken something, and you've made like another loot cave because of it. So I understand that concept of okay, there's that much. Then there's the other side part of it of oh well, there's so vast keeping all of this running on any given server or any number of servers is a pain in the ass. Okay, I can I can get that too. So I understand it from the technical side of how big of a pain in the ass it is. Now, on the other side of it, on the storyline of it, story side of it, it's a little disappointing. But on the same side of it, like I'm, I cannot think of, I cannot think of a single MMO. Or we'll, do, we'll, we'll extend that out from MMO. I can't think of another game that had a evolving, you know, status to it. You know, that, that, that wasn't just a stagnant single player game that what you bought is what you got. I can't think of another game that didn't sunset part of the earlier content. Like WoW did it. Like, wow, as you progress through and the new expansions came out, they they didn't necessarily, like, drop off or, like, cancel any of those stuff, but they, they sunsetted some of the quests and lore and other stuff that you got into there. Um, Star Wars Galaxies absolutely did it. Okay, so <laughs> World of Warcraft is going to be an interesting topic because yes and no, right? You can play... You can't buy vanilla WoW anymore at all whatsoever. You'll get up to at least two expansions behind, and that's where you'll start for just your $15 a month. But it, at as it came out, you had vanilla WoW, you had Burning Crusade, and then Wrath of the Lich King. And I know after that, a lot of things changed, especially with Cataclysm, because Cataclysm actually changed the maps entirely. But you could still play if you only bought Vanilla WoW at the time Cataclysm was out, and this is the fourth or fifth expansion. There's fucking so many of them. Uh, you only got Vanilla WoW for the longest time. You could you didn't even see the other content. Other players could run by you, and they were a higher level, and they had gear, but you could not take the gear. You could not see it on the auction house. You couldn't do that for a while unless you bought the expansion. I do believe they have moved away, like you're saying, that it is true. They have retired a bunch of that content. Um, so if you join into World of Warcraft now, if you just wanted to pay the $15 a month, you'll jump to, I think it's behind two expansions, and you get all that. But at that point, yes, they have changed so much of the game over the 9,000 expansions that WoW has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and it's and and no other like there's no game that's just like hey all the content we release is gonna stay in the game no matter what uh, you know so what about like, Anarchy Online? 
don't know. I don't play Anarchy Online, so that might be – again, I'm going by simply the games that I've played. So I'm only going to sit here and talk shit and try and figure out a game that has done it the whole time. And like, I, dude, and this I is like a fifth can. of tequila, so <laughs> uh, you know what? What about Planet Side 2? That free-to-play fucking MMO that is the same, they just do different maps every once in a while? And I don't even know. That game was fun as fuck, but it was – so stupid. I don't know. I never played Planet Side Two, so I can't. I can't honestly say that it did or did not sunset content. But I'm going to jump out on a limb and say that if a game, a game, if a game is out there long enough, it's going to eventually sunset all of its content, or it's not all of its content. That's a stupid. That's a stupid statement. It's eventually going to sunset earlier content. Um, just from, I mean, Eve Online. Like, Eve Online hasn't sunsetted any of its earlier content. Eve Online has upgraded its content along the way to better manifest the way the player community has wanted it, but it hasn't truly sunset the way the initial game is played from very start to very finish. The only big changes is, yes, they've added like more shit to it on the player side for, you know, spaceships and fucking space lasers and everything. And, and territory control is... They've massively changed territory control, but that's always been within the roadmap. And you can still go to low sec space and even 0, 0.0 NPC controlled space. And that has not changed. Interesting. Well, EVE Online then is going to be that, uh, that outlier case. But, I mean, from, from a technical standpoint, I 100% understand why they would do it. I mean... If you've got so much different content all across so many different things, you got so many different maps that come along, you got so many different just just things in general to just fucking deal with. I I fully I fully understand why they would sunset content because it's like, oh, we made this map or we we made this activity 7 years ago and we changed this thing moving forward. It's like it's like when you sunset a weapon you know, you, you get this weapon that is awesome and boss, and then you move on with more content. You make more abilities and more features and more everything else. Then all of a sudden, one, like, I can think of a couple of different weapons in Destiny that has happened with. You get, like, this one weapon that all of a sudden they change something for the future, and it makes one weapon so stupid OP that, like, everybody and anybody who gets it are just wrecking house. Um, one thing I can think of is Prometheus Lens. Um, Prometheus Lens was stupid overpowered. And it, it wasn't even like it was stupid overpowered like, oh, my God, it was designed that way. You would go into PvP and it was like playing laser tag. If you just touch somebody with that laser, they were dead. I mean, it was great. And it was funny because they actually made a... I feel like they made a game mode for PvP that catered to that. Like they made a a, a, a version of PvP called um, it was called Momentum Control, and it's literally like everything is so overpowered. Like one a, a couple of hits from an auto rifle, you're dead. You know, one hit from a, a friggin' hand cannon, and you're dead. 
It just made all these weapons that just are stupid overpowered and it's like playing like a giant game of laser tag. And it's uber fun. Like it's stupid amount of fun. Um, Fantasy Star. Uh, uh, yeah, Fantasy Star Online 2 has okay. yet to sunset anything. However, however, I get, I get to do the quote thing because as a right of this fucking moment. Yep, no, you are. Daymok. Right. Shit, but they haven't yet. But but Fantasy Star Online, you got to think of like the technical prowess or technical like difficulties of that. That game is a super old game, and it's oh, not yeah, exactly dude. As, it's <laughs> nowhere near as complicated as WoW or Destiny Two or well, probably even Destiny. To be perfectly honest, hey man, don't fucking talk all that shit on these games that are like not that complicated. Remember when Microsoft said it couldn't get that Space Cadet pinball to work on sixty-four bit fucking systems, so it was removed from every OS after fucking XP, and yet there's millions of fucking <laughs> copies of it that are malware-free, and you can still play the Space Cadet pinball on sixty-four bit systems with no issues. Okay, so let's. Let me let me let me stop you right there. I am not shitting on those old games whatsoever. I effing love those old games. Like hands down, there are so many great ga- old games out there. I am not shitting on Fantasy Star. I'm just saying, on a technical standpoint, it is nowhere near as technical as Destiny Two. See, would you people who are listening, if you're listening, uh, yeah, what you can't see is right behind Cecil is a big ass fucking maple story poster it was his fucking number one game for like 25 years still going strong dude i actually freaking love maple story don't judge me dude so do i i'm just talking shit dude because it's fun (laughs) you're talking about the old games you're like i'm not knocking old games no i know you don't knock old games like hell dude a bunch of us play a lot of retro games i just rebought Okay, so I have confession. I have never really played all the original Final Fantasy games, but I think we've covered that in plenty of podcasts at this point. But I've been buying the Final Fantasy games uh, as the oh, new the Pixel, Pixel remake. Yes, 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 and I, yes. I've actually been playing them. Yes. Okay, which one have you planned? Tell me, please. Like, I want to know uh, I'm, everything. I'm about halfway through the first one. I, I like to say playing them, but it's playing the one. Okay, so you're playing the original Final Fantasy. Yes. Um, I have a little bit of problems with the movement and I get a little frustrated because it is an outdated game and it is yeah, tanky controls and all that to get places and the storyline is interesting, but it doesn't hold up to what I'm used to now. So I maybe only played for 30 minutes to an hour and I'm like, all right, I got to do fucking something else because I, I need more stimulation than what that game is currently giving me. But I want to beat it so that I can move on to the second one because I've heard they get better, but you should always start from the base with the Final Fantasy games. Okay, so here's the best part about Final Fantasy. And this is the part this is one of the things that I've always loved and I always will love about Final Fantasy. You can play any of the games in any order you want because all of them are their own standalone games. Now, the, there are True some... True story. There are some... St- 
outlier cases, like for instance, Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X 2, or Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7 Dirge of Cerberus and Final Fantasy 7 whatever the hell that other one was. Um, those you have to play in order because they come in a very specific like order in the in the in the lore. But every game that's like the the main series, Final Fantasy 1, Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all of those are their own story and you can literally play each and every single one of them and you don't have to know anything about the one prior. You will not lose anything. The only thing that you will lose, however, is there are advances in the engine that come with the different games. So you play Final Fantasy 1 and you get a very distinct feel from the game. Play Final Fantasy 4, you get another distinct feel. After 4, actually I think after th- the 3rd Final Fantasy, they started to feel much the same way with very little ad- additions to them. But like Final Fantasy 1, there was a lot of things, I don't want to say missing, but there were a lot of things that weren't there. That uh, there can be just, some major quality of life improvements in Final Fantasy One, but you know what? I'm excited to get through it. I just have to grind my way through it because I know Final Fantasy Two, like you were saying, it is all about the development of the engine. Yes, and Final Fantasy Three made st- significant features moving forward. Um, Final Fantasy Five actually like incorporated this whole job system where you can switch jobs, and they started using that. Uh, they didn't use it in six, I don't think, but they did use it in, I want to say seven and eight. They, they, they it was basically the st- the the start of something that they used in many other Final Fantasies later on. It's really cool, and in fact, it's uh, I, I mean, I think they even like incorporated it into the MMOs. So yeah, it's it's and- it's really cool system. Yes, and. That's what I was trying to recapture. I want to play the original, even though I find it frustrating and difficult because there are so many improvements that I can go and pick up a $4 pixeled game that's exactly like it, but it has all the new features and I can just quickly run through it and have a good time. I'm trying to get through the game itself because I want to actually go through the timeline of evolution. I watched everybody else playing it growing up. I, I would literally just fucking chill out in my buddy's room and our buddy Joey would sit and play the games and we'd be all just chill on the couch bullshit and talking about it but not playing just watching him uh, yeah I think it's, I've been trying to play it take me a lot longer than it really should have but it's pretty interesting yeah they're super fun um, I'm, I'm really glad you're playing them like hands down really glad you're playing them um I actually uh, like they're just, like the stories in Final Fantasy. They just they 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 range from so many different emotions. Like, I mean, you haven't gotten you haven't played Final Fantasy six all the way through, have you? So, the opera scene in Final Fantasy six, very powerful moment. Um, up on the floating island in Final Fantasy six, also another very powerful moment where, like, just a lot of things happen. Final Fantasy IV on, uh, I forget what it is, like Mount Zebus or whatever the fuck it is. Or, or, it's, where, it's where Cecil has to face himself um, and basically atone for all of his sins type of thing. Uh, as well as the, the final fight on the moon 
It's just like there there are just so many great, powerful moments in those games that just they're really they're really just great games and they're they're great stories. And I mean, I I can't I honestly can't think of anybody who's played RPGs or says that they love RPG games and they haven't experienced a Final Fantasy or or have a story about a Final Fantasy that they you know hold dear to them. Um, they're just they're really really they're great games they really I mean hell they've made so much money they've made so many of them they've got to have some sort of formula right right oh yeah dude and I mean we bought the is it the first part of the Final Fantasy 7 boot and you know I've only tried to play Final Fantasy 7 a handful of times and I get through the opening and I, I'm like okay I'm totally into this fucking this is gonna be great and then it dumps me out and I'm like okay where do I go <laughs> fuck dude I gotta like I need to replay the beginning and write down every fucking piece of dialogue so I understand exactly I thought I had a good idea of what I was doing but now I'm just dumped out in this major fucking city type thing and I'm a little confused but we bought the remake and uh, Selkie started playing it and she didn't like it because we had that old tv that was quote unquote 1080p and it was like you know it's a 50 inch tv that's mounted and it's far away and it's always been kind of blurry and all that so i bought that fucking oled tv specifically so she could play this game and i could watch <laughs> and this time i could pay attention to what they were saying and where she's supposed to go um and unfortunately she played well unfortunately she played it for a little bit but i think she got disinterested in it and has shifted into other things uh but she did beat resident evil the new one not the village oh, the village the village is the, the village? One. yeah yeah the, then yeah she she played all the way through took her a couple months because she you know super casual maybe two hours a week or so yeah, but yeah with that yeah, dude, it was great. I started playing it on PC and was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. And then I ended up sitting on the fucking couch and watching her play and be like, this is even more fun for me. Shit. So I don't even think I'm a gamer anymore. <laughs> I'm actually super excited because I just uh, I just ordered a Quest 2 and I, I'm actually super excited about playing not only Resident Evil The Village and um, Elite Dangerous and Resident Evil 7. And No Man's Sky. I'm super excited about playing all of those in VR because I've always wanted to play every single one of them in VR. Wait, Village is in VR? Uh-huh. Oh, nope. Nope. No, I'm good, dude. Like, <laughs> nope. That is one of those, like, it wasn't overly terrifying by any means, but I don't think I could last through that if it was actually in VR. Oh, you'd have to wear your brown pants. I'm already wearing my brown pants, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really excited. And you know what? We're gonna be, like, as soon as it comes in, we've got to get a VR um, podcast going, like just in VR and play something stupid and record the entire time. Uh, keep talking and know it explodes. That's a great VR game. I, I really wanted to get that going in VR at some point in time. 
Um, oh, dude, there are so many fun ass VR games. As soon as you get that shit, let me know. I know I you should put it on the tree, you know, Christmas, or you can say fuck it and be like me and buy something. Be like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Christmas, I buy my own shit. Um, and then we can open it up. Drunken bar fight. I'm telling you, they've talked about it at work so much, and I think we already own it, but they patched the shit out of it. And it is just like you walk into a bar and it's multiplayer and you can just be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you can either pick a fight or you can just shoot pool and bullshit and pretend to drink beers and have a good time until, you know, one of your buddies pops off and has an argument, pops a dude in the head with pool cue and goes all crazy. I love it. But there's, yeah, dude. And oh man, you got to move around so much. I was, uh. I was sweating my ass off playing that game for a little bit, but it did make me a little woozy overall because the weird impact and the the way that I thought it was supposed to hit. So for me, I got a little woozy, but I had been drinking, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so are, does it make you feel like you're drunk in the game or do you have to be drinking to really appreciate the game? I was drinking to appreciate the game. I don't think the game had an alcohol effect thing because I don't remember drinking alcohol in the game. I just remember like, oh, I'm going to fuck some shit up and immediately went in there and started blasting fools. But yeah, supposedly there's a a better way to play it, especially multiplayer where you can have some friends and and jump on it. Doesn't, um, Doesn't Grand Theft Auto have a VR set to it as well? I'm not tracking GTA having a VR. I, I thought I read something or nah, maybe I'm just wishing. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, the only thing that I will say about the VR headset and hooking it directly to my computer, because I played Subnautica, oh, right? And I'll never, yeah. I'll never make that fucking mistake again. Jeez. And I, <laughs> well, I love the ocean. Don't get me wrong, but Subnautica's ocean is a very hostile environment across the board. Oh, no, I gotta like, play it. This is amazing. Oh, no, I'm not going over there anymore. Fuck that. It's okay with a keyboard and mouse. I die, but actually turning my head and seeing like a Leviathan just I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Headset's off. I'm fucking out, dude, because I honestly started breathing like I was breathing through a fucking respirator. And I was like, okay, because you're, you're swimming. And your you your character makes a noise, so I'm just fucking sitting there, mouth open. Just... <sighs> <laughs> Trying to fucking control my goddamn breathing, dude. Like, I know if I was a mouth breather right there, I fucking know. But you know, you, when you got a respirator in your mouth, you're trying to control your fucking breath so you don't panic attack and fucking run out of oxygen. So I was having a good time swimming around. The only problem that I had was. I did not bind the swim backwards button, which I guess technically in real life is not a fucking thing anyways. So uh, I uh, I freaked out and ripped the headset off. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not playing that again. That was a lot of fun, but I'm out. That's awesome. That's friggin' awesome, man. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm- and uh, I think you'll be... I think you'll honestly be blown away with the Quest 2's resolution. As much as it's not, you know, oh, it's fucking 4K in each eyeball with, you know, 160 fucking hurt refresh that you pay $1,000 for the Valve's headset for, which I desperately want. Yeah, I want to get that. Right. But it's... 
it's a lot better than you fucking think it is if you haven't put one on before. So I've had I've had plenty of VR headsets on, including like the really old school lawnmower man headsets from like forever ago where you like stuck yourself into the gyroscope. Like I've even done those. Um so I'm I'm really excited because I've I've wanted VR for a long time. I've told you like I wanted the HOTUS and I wanted VR set up for Elite Dangerous because I'm sure I could just get lost in that game forever. Like you would just find a dead. I'm husk. afraid. I'm afraid to do so. If I'm gonna do Elite Dangerous, I need that two thousand dollar HOTUS because I'm gonna need every key bound out, and I'm gonna need to figure out where my hands are going to fucking be across the board, and I'm gonna need one of the high end fucking headsets, especially with the big graphics update they did. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But I also want a haptic feedback bodysuit, and I'm not buying that cheap ass. It thumps your chest to the beat of the music bullshit. Like, those are cool. Don't get me wrong. They look pretty fucking cool, but they look ultra fucking gimmicky at the same time. And their price point? Get wrecked, dude. <laughs> like, unless that thing thumps my fucking dick the right way, I'm out for $200. So it's funny that you say haptic feedback suit because my company is actually working on haptic feedback gloves and the whole plan is to like move those into other things. So Oh yeah, dude, that's that's pretty public knowledge. We've been watching that for quite a while now. Yeah, They're not the only company doing it. So no, it's like no, no. one of those ooh, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's super interesting and I can't wait to see where the hell it's going to go because like there's just so much like, right now is a great time to be alive if you're interested in bleeding-edge technology. Um, I mean, it's a shitty time to be alive for a whole bunch of other reasons. But for technology-wise, man, just, we're just, like, we're getting back into that leaps and bounds of technology. Oh, dude, I think it's a great time to honestly just be born. Because by the time you reach your fucking 12, 13 the technology has, yeah, it, it, like you said, when we grew up, right? We, grew, I grew up in the nineties, right? I'm, I'm fucking, oh, Jesus Christ, dude, I'm gonna be thirty nine next year. Ah, uh, yeah, growing up in the nineties, every year, every single fucking year was a massive step forward. Pentium one to Pentium two to fucking dual cores to the whole thing oh my god we're no longer using 16 fucking megs of ram if you have 512 you're the king of the fucking school dude like your mom's fucking laptop has 512 you're like holy shit okay but yeah dude, dude i'm old enough that when i had 614k of ram i thought i was a god when i got my first right? dude when i got my first meg of extended memory i'm like the one meg of extended memory. When am I ever going to use more than that? Yeah, now I've got forty-eight gigs of RAM in my in my PC, and I'm sitting there going, "Should I upgrade to sixty-four? Should I do it? Should I do it? No, no, I think I'm okay. I'm okay for right now." Yeah, it's just wild. It, it's just there's so many cool things coming out. I'm I'm really excited to see where where things are going to go and. I'm even more excited that I get to play with like the most advanced technology on the goddamn planet. Oh yeah, dude. That, I mean, hands down, that's 
the biggest part of why I'm fucking jealous of shit. Having actual access to real cutting edge shit instead of working with 10 to 15 years behind the technology scale is, uh, that's awesome, man. I'm like, I'm so fucking happy for you and like jealous in the good way, dude. Like, you know, it's one of those like, oh, fuck, dude. No, fuck Cecil, man. That dude got no. I, I'm, I'm super excited for you. I'm super fucking happy for you. But I am legitimately jealous, but in the good way of, damn, you've worked your fucking ass off more than, let's see. If I actually look at it, you are the only person I know in my entire life that has truly sat down and worked his fucking ass off to do everything that you need to do. And I am so fucking excited to see things coming together for you because I know that you've worked so hard. I know your family has made the sacrifices to fucking do it. I'm really glad to see it fucking pay off. You absolutely deserve it. And yeah, I might be fucking drunk as shit, but legitimately that's how I feel. And Fuck, it's been too long. I'm going to just babble on a goddamn podcast about how I love you and fucking I shit, dude. I look up to you. It's a fucking great thing. I love I'm you excited too, man. shit, man. And I appreciate that. I really, really do. And I'm just, I'm like literally sitting here and I'm going, how the hell do I get like everybody into this place? Because this place is just, it's, it's how businesses should be run. And I'm just, I'm like, how do I get other people here? Because like that 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 bullshit of oh my god i'm stressing out because i've got this one server that can never go down no fuck that feeling fuck that because it shouldn't be that way and it doesn't have to be that way and like seriously it doesn't have to be that way i just i, no, I, I want to get true. everybody here so uh the the fucking GI Bill will pay for it, but I'm gonna need you to take the classes for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can help you, man. I can help you. I don't know if I can take them for you, but I can definitely help you out. Yeah, I mean, and that's no, like- dude. You and Selkie, man. Like you, Selkie got her bachelor's and is doing fucking amazing. I know you got your master's and doing amazing, dude. That that shit's awesome. I gotta get my ass in school and do a little bit better. <laughs> Dude, you're doing fine, but I mean, I'm just saying, I got to get everybody over here. Like that's 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 my new goal is I've got to get I got to get a whole bunch of people over here cuz I mean, they don't and that's what I was trying to tell you earlier is that like I'm not going to be doing anything that I'm used to. Like anything that I've I've done before. I mean, yeah, okay. It's good that I know Linux because I'm going to be doing a bunch of Linux stuff, but every tool that I've used in Linux, I'm not using here. But that's what I'm trying to say is that it's not a it's not a what I know type of thing. It's what I'm capable of type of thing. And that's where this company is way different than I'm used to on every place else that I that I've been. Because it's not it's always been about like, all right, well, what can you do? It's not what are you capable yep, hired of? Hired on personality and skill. And then said, okay, cool. Instead of your resume says that you can repeat this task 150 million fucking times in your sleep. Right. You're hired. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay. So I can do that 150 million times. So fucking what? Um, yeah, it's just like th this. I think I drank the Kool-Aid, man. I think I'm fucked.
Oh, dude, you didn't even get to drink the Kool-Aid. That shit was injected into you. <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, was that a metal detector? No, we don't have metal detectors. He was like, oh, fuck, yeah, was injected. I didn't even know. Yeah, why does my neck hurt right now? What was that? Your yeah, neck doesn't hurt. Your neck is just slightly strained from on looking at the beautiful <laughs> sign of Meta. <laughs> you had that earpiece in the earpiece implanted, and you had no fucking idea. It just talks to you whenever you have doubts. <laughs> yeah, man. But I'm I'm super excited for VR. I'm there's like just there's just so much cool stuff going on. And uh, dude, did you get a chance to look at that fucking fifteen minutes to save the world game? No, 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 no. What? I posted it in the the lounge, and it's a VR game developed by uh, like Princeton and American Hamburg Universities, a whole bunch of them, and they use actual fucking uh, like advice from people that would be in the situational war room, and you take over the presidency, right? And it's like. Okay, you're the president. You walk in and alert sounds and says, okay, Russia has launched launched 299 nuclear missiles at the United States. You need to start making decisions. And the whole scenario is only 15 minutes long and you have advisors blaring at you and you're being taken to a bunker and you get half information and you can ask questions and you only get some feedback. And it was like, okay, and you have to make all these decisions on should I not do anything? Should I use option A, B, or C? A being the easiest one, you're going to kill 10 million Russians. B being you're going to kill 20 million plus Russians. C being you're going to fucking totally obliterate the planet type deal. Or And they're like, all these people go through it and they're like, everybody comes out a different person because of the way it's set and the tone it takes. If you take the game seriously... It's a very, very intense and stressful situation, and I'm super excited to fucking play that one. It's a single-player game, but it's all in VR, so I was like, fucking right, dude. Looks cool as shit. I'm interested. I'm so interested. Yeah, it's called Nuclear Biscuit. Nuclear Biscuit. All right, I gotta fucking check that out. Yeah, I posted a, a link to it in the lounge. I know I should have put it in a new section, but fuck, we were talking about VR, so posted it straight in lounge. But it look, I read the whole fucking article. It looks really good, and they used actual advisors, and the advisors are like, hey, we're not allowed to fucking tell you, but like, they're talking about the real-life situation where the Secret Service agent that's carrying the nuclear footballs, you know, because everybody knows nuclear football in the United States, uh... He is designed, he is a fucking told and trained to not speak to the president at, for any fucking situation at all whatsoever. He is only there to hold the nuclear football, open it up, and then allow the president to make the choices because we're one of the only countries that has a president that can say, fuck it, nuke, I'm launching it from the football instantaneously without any authorization. And you have to go through the, all of these things. They have multiple scenarios that you run through. And they were like, hey, your national security advisor is not on scene. He's stuck in fucking traffic in D.C. So he's not in the situational room. So, like, they play all these real-life scenarios. Oh, it looks good. It's all VR. So, yeah, when I'm sober tomorrow, I am totally going to fucking play that game. <laughs> so look into it. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely going to check that out. Oh, man. 
what else is going on? What what else? What other what other good news has been coming through? I saw. Well, yeah, this is probably super old news, but I just saw something the other day. Resident Evil Four they're doing in VR. Oh, um, I've heard that, but I haven't seen it. We've been talking about VR games a lot lately. Uh, Flightless really now that she has some money from her job wants to burn a little bit of it right before the holidays. Uh, I mean, understandably. Yeah, no, no. She's created a savings plan and we've set her all up and she's doing really great that way. Um, she found a couple games in VR that she's really interested in and she likes the horror survival. So she talked about it. But apparently when she looked it up, it's got really poor reviews. Same thing with the um, Paranormal Activity. That one has really poor reviews oh, as really? well. I heard yeah. so many good things about that. So, and I, I haven't seen it, but she was just looking it up today and it had poor reviews from what she saw. And she was on the, uh, the Oculus Quest 2 and looking at it and it's got poor reviews inside the app. So I'm not sure. Interesting. Well, I'm definitely interested I mean, in checking it out. Oh yeah, dude. Like the Resident Evil, honestly, I don't think Capcom, hopefully it's Capcom doing it and they just license it out to some third party that's half-assed doing it. But yeah, if Capcom's doing it, then fuck it, dude. It should be worth the buy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in checking. What about Um, the Blair Witch game? Didn't that one come out in VR? I don't know, but you know what? I played that in non-VR and I really enjoyed it. So if that game's in VR, I might need my brown pants. I'm saying, like, there's a lot of games. Now, I do know that it the the quest uh, quest two, whatever, is all it's a little different because it's a standalone headset. Um I have plugged it I've no, I plugged the original quest into my computer. I've not plugged in the quest two. Uh, but you don't need a special link cable like they did for the original Quest, right? You can just get a USB-C to USB. Uh, you need USB 3.0 to USB-C. Yeah. Uh, well, you yeah, can do... And, and, you, okay, so you can do a USB like 2.0 to C, but it won't charge while you play. Right, and that's a big deal, especially if you're sitting at your fucking computer trying to play a game for over an hour. Um, that headset, it's great. And the battery life is good, especially on the Quest 2, but I would say eh, pushing two hours is pushing it a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, but also, I mean, on the flip side, supposedly you're not supposed to jump in and be playing VR for a super extended amount of time. No, 20 to 30 minutes or so. And then after that, although. All right, man, you're going to have to get a fucking charger. I was going to say, if you're playing Elite Dangerous, I think you're playing for a little bit longer than that. Job simulator is where it's at. Dude, I I do enough job simulation. I don't nope. know that. Nope. Nope. Job simulator. So I was like, this is a stupid fucking game. I'm just going to hold on. They The kids were all over here. Had, you know, my cousin's kids over here. You know, the kids here. And everybody's like, okay, let's set up the fucking Oculus and get them all fucking running. I was like, all right, well, let me do this. And I put it on. I was like, let me, because you got to calibrate a couple things. Let me set it all up so that you know, the kids whack my new fucking TV. I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I set up the field. I was like, all right, well, let me pop in the game. I was like, okay, job simulator. Eh, sure. You know, the kiddo plays this one all the time. So let me check it out. 
And for the next 45 minutes, <laughs> Damoc was stuck in VR, yelling at his robot co-workers, slamming fucking mugs on the ground, flipping over his computer monitor. No. Cursing profanities, having a good time. Um, and then we streamed it all because, you know, you can link your phones to the, the TV and then you can link your, you can watch the VR in your phone with the Oculus app. So we linked the phone to the TV so everybody can see me and everybody's laughing laughing and having a good time and and it's the robots are talking shit to you a whole time <laughs> so many good vr games dude and it's like job simulator i don't want to play don't job simulator like hello human number fucking blah 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 blah. you are generic in this office please do this task and you're like the fuck oh it's a mug oh i hear somebody talking shit way over there all of you nah and you're god damn it guys <laughs> oh it's Fucking stupid fun, dude. Stupid fun. That actually sounds pretty amazing. All I did was stand there, and then I went, well, oh, we kind of need to charge the Oculus before you kids get a chance to play it, and all I was supposed to do was calibrate it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, it's fun. That oh. knows... I play the fishing simulator games on there. And yeah, they're cartoony. They're not realistic. I'm not dude, like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. I'll, but the cartoony ones are so fun. Dude, I, I have a really soft spot for fishing games. I really do. Because I used to play, okay, so like way back forever when I was a, when I was a wee high to a grasshopper, I used to hang out with this guy. His name was Jerry Church. Um, now, me being a 12, 13-year-old kid, I'm, like the dude was about 50, 55 or something like that. Um, and for a 12-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid to be hanging out with some 55-year-old dude, it's a little bit sketch, right? Well, the dude was cool as fuck. Like he was just very chill and he was not the guy like he wasn't the dude that was like, oh, well, you want booze? I'll go buy you booze. He wasn't that guy. He was actually that guy like we were like, hey, can you go buy me a six pack? No. And you shouldn't fucking be drinking at your age. Alcohol is a bad thing. Go fucking somewhere else. He would like literally do that. He'd be like, no, just go fucking somewhere else. Um, Really cool guy. But I used to go over to his house all the time and we would play fishing, super bass fishing of all the games for Super Nintendo, super bass fishing. And do you I'm know how you hard that, that game was? Dude. The game was so great and so fucking stupidly hard, but it was so much fun. And we would literally just sit there for hours. And like, I know that he had some shit going on in his life. He he had a pretty bad run of some shit. And I know that he was just like, he was just looking for somebody to talk to and hang out with. And a whole bunch of us, we always used to go over there and he lived in this, okay, he lived in this one room shack let's just call it that it literally was a okay you know how big your bathroom is a little bit bigger than your bathroom and that was this dude's whole like apartment that, that's where he lived and we used to go over there after school we'd sit down we'd eat beef jerky and go over to the the bond fair which was just like a 7-eleven or whatever and we'd go over and we'd grab some snacks we'd go over and hang out at his house and or at his apartment or whatever you want to call it and we would literally just hang out, play super bass fishing, and just chill out. I mean, we smoked, but he didn't care. He's like, look, I don't care if you smoke. I fucking smoked when I was 10, so whatever. Uh, but we would just all hang out, 
chill out, smoke, play video games, and just have a great time. And I know it was therapeutic for him because he just had people hanging around that didn't judge him. And if he said, well, no, I'm not doing that, everybody respected him, and but we still hung out. It was, it was just a really cool environment. And uh, and we play super bass fishing. <laughs> and I just remember, like, the one time we were, we were over there, another buddy of mine, Chris Pigeon, stopped by, and he was, a, like, a raging alcoholic, and he could not drink anymore. So he would buy O'Doul's, you know, the N.A. beers. And he would sit oh, there. Oh, I come, remember O'Doul's. Yeah, he would sit there and come over with O'Doul's. And he would just like sit there and he'd have a 30 rack basically of O'Doul's and he'd sit down and he'd just drink O'Doul's and, you know, like he'd be like, hey, you know, I'd be like, hey, can I have one? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, you know, they're not alcoholic. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just, just something to do, something to drink. And like, we would just sit there, smoke cigarettes, drink O'Doul's and play super bass fishing. And we would all, it was just, it was such a stupid time in my life, but such a, friggin' entertaining and fun time of my life too and there was a whole bunch of us and we just ended up getting dubbed jerry's kids because like we were we would just go hang out and we were just like he would look out for us like we were his kids and we looked out for him like he was our dad that's legit man like and if you have a soft spot for the fishing games i don't know how the fuck you played that bass game i could never do <laughs> anything at all in any of those fishing games, except for the the Oculus fishing games, those have been pretty fun. I can't fish in real life neither. I I can't oh, no. catch shit. I, but, I, have, you know. I have no patience for in real life, unfortunately. See, I like in real life because it means going out on a boat, casting a line into the water, and drinking beer, and then slowly just fucking reeling in the line and then recasting <laughs> it. And it's just like the problem that I had was. We drank all the beer, and I was no longer throwing the line out in the water. I think we were just smoking and joking and, you know, almost capsizing a couple times, but <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. Never caught any fish, but that's eh, all good. Nah, man. But it's it's just, like, those little things. Just, I don't know. It's the little things oh, dude, in life, man. That sounds... Fuck yeah, it's always the little things in life. That sounds like a lot of fun, dude. Like, uh... Oh, yeah, so try the fucking fishing game on VR. It's not going to be the same as hanging out, but, you know, it'd be I, all right. I, I cannot wait to play some of these things because I've, I've been I've been excited about doing VR, but I've just been like, no, man, I'm not going to I'm not going to jump down that road yet because I was I was waiting. I was like, I'm going to get the I'm going to get the index. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait and get the index and I'm still going to get the index. But it was one of those this fell into my lap and I'm like, yeah, you know, if I, I can't, I can't not do this. Like what the fuck I'd be dumb. Yeah. So, I mean, especially for if they're providing, even if they're paying half, like it's worth the money. Like the, and they're not expensive. The first, no, the first Oculus was more expensive than the Oculus two. Or sorry. The quest two, the first quest was more expensive than the quest two. I know there are different versions of the Oculus. Uh, I, I don't know what they are. I know they've been focusing very heavy on the Quest because it's a standalone unit. But honestly, like we got the first Quest and I was like, okay, it's exactly what I thought VR was supposed to be. Right? Like it, to the T. It wasn't overly exceptional, 
but it was really fucking good and engaging and I enjoyed it. However, it would, you know, they're running on phone processors. So it's still like a Snapdragon, Qualcomm, whatever the fuck. So I was like, eh, okay, it could use improvement. The Quest 2 came out and I was like, oh, well, you know, the Quest 1 was good, but I, you know, it, it's more for the kids. They'll enjoy it because they really want it. Um, and then I ended up putting it on like months after what I had last year, year before. Whenever it came out, um, they played it, and it took me. And the loading times were so much better. Still, some of the heavier games take quite a while, but yeah, phenomenal overall. Really enjoyed it. I think you're going to have a great fucking time. And there are a ton of multiplayer <clears throat> games you can play. And also, I've linked my Plex server up to it. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, we can watch movies through it. So you I, you haven't seen it yet, but you'll spawn. You get this house, right? And you live in this house. And then you can go to the house and you can open up this big screen TV and you can like, oh, I'm kind of looking around at all my friends and bullshitting in my little lobby and everything. And you can throw popcorn at each other while watching the fucking movie and talking a bunch of shit. It's a little glitchy because it's not quite there the last time we tried to do it. But dude, the kids with their cousins and all that, whoever has the Oculus, they all just fucking boop, put it on, have a good time, watch the movie, throw the virtual popcorn at each other and hawk shit we should do a fucking gna movie night that way dude 100 <laughs> percent. like i'm i'm so down on that you have no idea what you just described like as you were describing i'm like dude that's a level of immersion that i mean okay you only live like an hour and a half away from me but that hour and a half is you know it's it's a significant distance especially when you're like well all right i got this happening i got this happening i got to do this i got to do that it's a significant distance you're not around the corner but like no, what no. you're just talking about, that's a level of immersion and like and a level of presence that is just fucking wild. Yeah, dude, like they, they did a lot to it. And I had to modify and open up some of the firewall settings that I didn't want to open up to allow it. But fuck it, dude. Yeah, like for that, I thought it was absolutely fucking worth it. And think about it. Yeah, me and you are only an hour and a half away from each other. You know, uh, Zyber is four hours away. Blue is 13, okay, 12 okay. to 13. Back that bus up. Zyber is more like uh, nine hours away. No, that's right. He lives way upstate, he's in, doesn't he's he? He's in New York, man. Yeah. It took me nine hours to get to him last time. See, that's really weird. We went up to New York and it only took me four and a half hours to drive in. That was not flying. To New York City. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. NYC. I know he lives northern. Three and a half hours north of that. Okay, yeah. So, okay. Big difference there. I'm saying like, all right, so he's nine hours away. Blue is 12 to 13 hours away, depending to get down to where he's at. Um yeah, but put everybody in a fucking VR room where you can interact and bullshit and like half watch the movie, half bullshit with each other. Uh, it looks really fucking fun, dude. Dude, anime night just took a whole different turn. 
oh, it's not going to be anime night. It's going to be hentai and it's going to get <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> dude, I, dude, why, why is like you're not throwing pop? You just keep throwing popcorn up in the air and then down at the floor. What are you doing? Nothing. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, man. Like, <laughs> shut up. How do I turn the microphone off? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm 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 really excited about it. I, I can't I can't uh I can't wait. Oops, and I'm hitting my microphone because that's the thing I do. That's gonna be fun to edit later. Um Oh shit, I didn't even notice the guy was uh was messaging me. Shit. I gotta uh, I gotta bounce back to him. Yeah, I was gonna say somebody joined and then Is that the uh is that the, your your outreach program? My outreach program? Yeah, we were like, hey guys, anybody want to be a host? We need hosts. We can do fucking that might hosts. Be. I, I, don't, I don't even and know. Then, yeah, like he jumped, joined in. Did he leave too? No, no dude, he jumped there? in. He jumped in. He came to the show. He heard you. And then he uh, he started asking. It was like, uh, is Cecil solo now? Or is someone stepping in to replace? I'm just saying like, mm, okay. And you looking for some help? And I'm like, oh, shit. Are you actually solo? Did Blue actually dip out? Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I was super slow on actually releasing it. Um, I just released the episode tonight. Uh, last week was Blue's last episode. He's uh he's actually dipping out as host, pretty much as as all uh all duties or whatever here at GNA. He's still hanging out. I mean, it's not like I'm gone and I'm never coming back type of thing. He's no, gonna, yeah, he's well, gonna like, jump in. Cyber's still around and everything, but yeah. yeah, he's gonna jump in when he uh, when he gets a chance. But he's not, um, you know, he's he's not like committing to any any portion of the show anymore. So, um. So yeah, I'm, um, that's I'm it. I'm I'm running the whole shebang now. Well, uh, let's see if we, you can get Popsicle Thief back involved, man, and uh, <laughs> get him in. It'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, I can't wait. Like he, like we're gonna do that. We're all gonna get a bottle of Kraken, and we're just gonna sit down and drink and talk and be merry and forget about everything bad in life and just have a good time um we love popsicle thief like so okay i gotta tell you this and i gotta tell you all this because i just it it was it was one of those things of like oh man like i felt i felt bad but i felt good simultaneously he came in he's like hey i just want to apologize because i really haven't been social i haven't been jumping on i haven't been talking and he's like i'm just i'm really sorry and i'm like whoa whoa it's like back the bus up like you don't have to be sorry for anything it's like you could like you're you're our favorite swede you could literally like get on a soapbox and say how shitty the gna podcast is and we'd still be like yep still our favorite swede it's just the way it is like you're never never gonna lose that title and there's like nothing you can do that would actually make us angry at you it's like so like no need to be sorry about anything. Shit happens. Life happens. Okay. We're here. Like, you could... Fuck. D, D walked away for, what was it, like a year, two years or something? And then all of a sudden he came back. And we're like, dude, how you been? Come on in. Let me dust off this chair. You know, that type of thing. Because that's just... That's the way the GNA is. And that's 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 what I've tried. 
that's what I've tried to build. That's what I've tried to foster, you know, um, just a, a place where people can come back, hang out, shit post, shit talk, have fun, you know, just, just, just be cool to one another, you know. I mean, every now and then I've had to step in and be like, hey, look, everything's cool. Discussions are cool. When you start personally attacking people, though, that's where I got to stop. Yeah. But other than those like little things like that, it, you know, it's it's just been a it's it's a pretty cool environment and pretty cool thing. Um, and I enjoy it. And I still enjoy it. I wouldn't keep doing it if I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. True story. But, uh, oh, man. Talking to Popsicle Thief, that was fucking great, dude. I was like, I dude, haven't talked it, to that guy in right? at least two years, at least at this point. Right. And then you mentioned, hey, we're going to get some cracking and run a show. My liver went blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. It's ready. He was like, all right, I got to start training. We got this. <laughs> no, man, we love, we love Popsicle Thief. Man, we've had so many cool people on here. And I remember, dude. And you got to go listen to the episode that he was on because he was pissed drunk. I mean, we're all pissed drunk, but he was like three quarters of a bottle of crack and pissed drunk. Like he was so drunk. And uh, it was like, like he jumped in. And I want to say like, because it was when we were recording at like nine o'clock at night, he jumped in and it was like fucking three o'clock in the morning over there or four o'clock in the morning and he's like yeah i gotta go to work here in a little bit we're like what the fuck like what the fuck are you doing here hey man sweden has some uh interesting laws okay maybe all right 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 yeah god he's, he's such a good guy and i i god i wish i could just like you know i'm gonna have i don't know how the hell i'm gonna do it but i just gotta like go over to sweden and just like show up at his house and be like hey i brought kraken <laughs> just just like all right fire it up we're recording live from you, sweden you gotta get his fucking address dude and send him a random cecil box i should oh i should so send him a random box of shit dude i've got so much stuff i've got dude okay I, like I'm gonna okay be, so I'm gonna anybody that's listening anybody's <laughs> listening he just literally looked around the room and i have so much shit to get rid of like i'm so excited he shook a little bit dude i did like i've got you, you don't understand i've got a whole skeleton next to me can you see this fucking thing oh yeah i can see the skeleton i literally have a whole skeleton to get rid of like somebody is gonna get a random box of shit and it's gonna cost me like 200 dollars to ship it but they're gonna actually get a fucking clinical skeleton sent to their house. Like this thing was literally out of some fucking medical college. I don't know where it is. It it probably had a name. Like it, it probably its probably name was Bernie. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I gotta send him a random box of shit. That would be so fucking fun. Because I've got so, dude, I've got so much, dude, Facebook has given me, or Meta, sorry, has given me so much fucking swag, like, just an ungodly amount of stuff. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. That's all it is. It's just funny. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. But he could use a fucking, a box of shit from your house. He could. He could. I got some, me dude, I've got metal dice to get rid of. Dude, have you seen this? Have you seen this thing? No, what the fuck? Dude, it's, we a... Went, it's a little fucking 
It's a runic jar with the cork. I, but I made the skull shaped. I made oh, this. I painted this whole that's thing. That's badass. So we went to. So okay. We went over to Massanutten at our timeshare. Ooh, I'm so big, I got a timeshare. No, I just fucking got talked into it. And I've been paying it off ever since. While we were over there, they had a, a like a painting activity where you go in and you just pick something to paint. And they had this little skull fucking jar. And I went, all right, I got to paint this thing. So, of course, I painted the whole thing. And then I'm like, well, it's just fucking white. I got to do something else. So then I gave it like, I don't know if you can see it, but I got little like red pinprick eyes. I'm like, okay. all right. Yeah, I have to look really close, but yeah, I'm colorblind, so. I was like, all right, I got to do that. And then I'm like, well, I got to do something else cool. So then I started remembering all the runes from when I was a kid. And I'm like, all right, I fucking got this. So I just started painting a whole shit ton of runes all over it. And I'm like, that actually looks fucking awesome. And then I took some of them. I don't know if you can see it, but some of them I outlined in red. I know you're colorblind and all, but... No, I, I can see the red outlined on the fucking... The black and the white. Yeah. yeah so okay. I, I made some of them, like, were outlined and shit like that. Like, dude, I got I got stuff like this. I've got fucking... I mean, what else do I got? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Fucking... I got a fucking brass eagle. Random shit just hanging around my house. I could just fucking send to somebody. That might be a little expensive to send, though. That fucking thing is heavy. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, here we go. Fucking cast iron, like, hammered out blacksmith fork, knife, and spoon. Dude, those are like <laughs> keepers. I don't know about sending those away. Dude, I got so much shit. I just randomly will... That's all I do. Like, when I send a random box of shit, I kid you not. I walk around my house... I see what I've got randomly laying around, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could, I could use it every single day. I'll just pick it up and throw it in a box and send it to somebody. Just how I roll. Like, here, this fucking thing. I don't even know what this is. It's got, like, an HDMI and then, like, a little mini HDMI thing on it. No clue what it is. I'll send that to somebody. I probably used it at some point in time. I gotta be careful, though. I'll probably fucking send them a phone or something next. Be like, oh, hey, here's an unlocked Pixel 4 that I just had randomly sitting around. Here you go. Oh, man. Well. Oh. Oh, wait. You're talking to somebody. Say hi to Flightless for me. Wait, wait, what? Say I what said, for I you? Said, Sorry, I like, say I... Say hi to Flightless for me. Oh, and I saw yeah, Selkie. I got, yeah, I got Selkie. I got Flightless. I got Dragon Fairy or Skelly Fairy. I don't know why. Yeah, I She's going Skelly. by Dragon Fairy. Sorry. Skelly. Tell them all I said hi. Hello. They all say, yeah, if you couldn't hear them, those are, <laughs> look, man, they came in. Well, on that note, Damoc, where can people find you at, man? Uh, I'm in the Thoughts and Shots Discord, but I'm pretty much always in the DNA Discord. Like, DNA, GNA, fuck it, dude. I put my DNA in the GNA, so we'll see where the fuck that goes. I'm always in a Discord. you always find me there. Playing Pokebot, mostly. Dude, fuck yeah, that's a stupid fucking game. Right? And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Uh, Mixer. No, not Mixer anymore. Mixer's gone. Twitch. Ustream. I don't fucking know. Grinder, Discord. 
Tinder, Bumble, uh, uh, Hitched. I don't know, fucking wherever. You can find me there. Look for me. If I'm not there, let me know. I'll, I'll upload there. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know. We're on places like iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addicts, Spreaker, Your Listen, My Tuner, Player FM, Spotify, iHeartRadio, a whole bunch of places. If we're not someplace, let us know. We will upload there. Um, we got a partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a little bit of a twist. When you purchase a bundle, you can actually donate to charity as well. They have a little slider there that allows you to say donate to charity, donate to Humble Bundle, donate to the publisher. But if you put a question mark, partner equals GNA podcast all the way at the end, that will let them know that we sent you. We'll also put a GNA slider on there. We don't want you to give us any money, though. We want you to put all of that money, all that slider all the way down to zero. Don't um, don't send us anything. We don't want anything. We just want to let we just want you to let them know we sent you there. So question mark partner equals GNA podcast. Humble Bundle has got a whole bunch of great games on it. Um great way to get to, to fill up your your backlog of games that you haven't played yet uh, get some games that you wanted to get but never got around to um, they also have some great book deals uh, software deals as well just go check them out they're they're really cool um, we dig them go check them out uh, what the hell else oh crap we got a podcast or we got a, uh, a website which I haven't updated in fucking forever which I need to I've been slacking yeah, I've seen that. I think it's gnapodcast.com. I honestly couldn't even fucking tell you anymore because I think it ended in like episode 102 yeah. and hasn't gone further. It's you know? pretty bad. And they got a new logo and all this shit, and yet it's uh, it's not there. But I would say I, I could scream it for you if you really wanted me to, but honestly, just go no. to gnapodcast.com. And then go to the contact us and then fucking email Cecil and be like, because, you know, he's the only host now. I'd be like, motherfucker, update your shit. Yeah, yeah, do that. And In then, fact, I'm not going to update the website until somebody other than somebody who's actually been on the show emails me and says, update your shit. I'm going to be a stubborn dick now. Now you get it. I'm going to be a stubborn dick and wait for somebody to actually email and be like, update your shit, brah. There you go. And you know what it is, gnapodcast.com, baby. <sighs> well, man, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for chilling out with me tonight. And this, if I hadn't said it before, I actually haven't. This is going to be our last show for the year. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to actually take a holiday break, which I think we've taken a little bit of a holiday break before, but we've never actually like taken an extended one. So we're, uh, we're going to take an extended break. This is going to be the last episode until um, sometime in January. We'll, we'll pick it back up in January just to give me some time to hang out with family, um, not to worry about soloing a podcast and getting everything out and just having that over my head of, oh, crap, I got to get an episode recorded. Um, not to say that I might not randomly record an episode here for some reason, like if I got the VR thing going or Popsicle Steve is like, hey, I got a bottle of crack and I'm like, fuck it, I'll be right back. Uh, that might happen, but uh, there's going to be no planned episodes for the remainder of the year. So, if you're listening to this, I hope you have a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, 
whatever you celebrate. Um, if you don't celebrate anything, I hope you just have a great end of the year. So, happy holidays from the GNA podcast, and good night. Have a great night, man. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>